Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts snakes zombies sharks heights speaking in public The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Ron and Anian. This article is talking about how people that are driving electric vehicles are also wanting to go back to a gas-powered vehicle because of the inconvenience of trying to charge an electric vehicle and, and range issues. The Car Doctor. Did you ever wonder if the light's on in your refrigerator when you close the door? Oh, I know it's not. Well, <laughs> it may be, but you see, we don't know that in the car. And a draw test will tell us if there's a bulb on pulling current. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, welcome aboard and glad to be here with you. And uh, we'll get to spend some time now talking about cars. Tom, before we go to the phones, I want to real quick. Uh, guess what's going to become a collectible? You. Well, that's be, that's that just goes with age, right? <laughs> My 97 Ranger with 221,000 miles. No kidding. Yeah, and do you know why? 
Uh, well, I was going to say it's par- probably partially age-related. Nope. I mean, yeah, but it's not. It's going to actually become... There's an article that came out this week. As stick shifts fade into obscurity, collectors see opportunity. They're making so few manual transmission vehicles that they're actually predicting... Where is it in the article? It says, at the rate the stick shift is disappearing, it might join the automotive fossil record even before the internal combustion engine. In 2019, sales of electric vehicles surpassed the sale of manual transmission cars. No kidding. Is wow. that crazy? It's nuts. I, I, I love a stick. Uh, you, get a, you, you get more control over the vehicle that way. Right. But they're even talking like, you know, in Ferraris and Maseratis, not that we're in that, you know, lifestyle of living. But, Speak uh, for yourself. Well, I, really? <clears throat> Jeez, I'm, I'm, I'm working. <laughs> you, think, for, you think I drive a Ford Escape? Uh, I'm working for the wrong guy. Uh, but can you imagine that? No, there won't be any stick shifts left. Maybe that. Maybe this generation of young kids has got it right. Who cares? They won't be around long enough to make it matter. Wow. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So there'll be no more stick shifts. No more stick shifts. No more J twenty five thirty four. No more internal combustion engines. Uh, you know, I figure somewhere around mid-July, the aliens are coming down at the rate we're going. We're just going so far into the future, Star Trek's going to happen. Um, I've got to get to Montana at the silo. Anyway, let's go over to Micah in Maine. Let's get the phone in the garage going because we've got an interview down around the bottom of the hour I want to get to, too. Um, Micah in Maine. Micah, welcome back, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, you talk about a stick shift, and I remember when I was learning to drive a stick shift. I took a job at a drugstore, and I was working, and he had a uh, stick shift and a in an old beetle bug, and uh, he said, can you drive a stick? And I said, sure. I mean, I had seen somebody drive one before. How tough could it be? Right. Anyway, yeah. I had the job for three weeks until I, had to, until I had to stop on a hill, and, well, it was a little inch issue, but it was a fun three weeks. Well, you know, I, I can always tell, I could always tell back in the early days of radio when I've, been do, I've only been doing this 30, I guess 31 years now, but, you know, every once in a while I would ask somebody, what kind of car did you learn to drive on? And it was really amazing to hear the women in particular say, well, I learned to drive on my dad's 39 Plymouth. And it was a stick. And so many women drove stick, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and then it just disappeared. And, you know, the, the, the mom go get the groceries car was a stick something. And now we're just, we're just doing away with it. It's just going to be gone. I just, but anyway, how can I help you, Micah? What's going on today? Well, last week you were talking about fuel additives, and as you've always recommended, I use Berryman B12, and I use it every six months when I get my oil changed because I just don't drive that many miles anymore, so it's uh, six months as opposed to 6,000 miles. And last month I got my oil changed. I do it in November and, uh, and in May. I got my oil changed, and I don't drive as much as I did, like I said. So uh, I had, was down about a half a tank of gas, and I put in the Berrymans, and I filled up. And I only just got down to an eighth, less than an eighth of a tank of gas yesterday, and I filled it up again. So I let it run through, but over the course of over a month. And I don't know if that does what we need it to do or if it's better. What I used to do is I would throw it in at the beginning of a trip, drive to wherever I was going, and fill the tank again at the end so it would run through continuously. So I'm heading down to D.C. at the end of August, and I'm wondering if it would make sense for me to put another can in, if it would be good, if it would be bad, or if it would just be a waste of time. Yeah, don't overthink it, kiddo. I think it would be good. 
I don't I don't see it as an issue. We dump a bottle of fuel system cleaner into every car that goes through the shop, every oil change, depending on how often it comes in. Some of them are three months, some of them are two months, some of them are six months. So I don't think there's ever a bad time to put a bottle of fuel system cleaner in a car today. It's just a matter of what can the budget afford. I've never heard an issue where, well, I put too much fuel system cleaner through and I hurt something. You know, the idea is that you're trying to do it with a full tank of fuel so that it's dispersed and spread out over time. But I don't know that there's a model or a study somewhere that says if you do it once every three weeks, that's bad, or once every four months is the recommended interval. I think it's based on driving mileage. And in your case, I think, you know, I would I would just put it in three times a year, four times a year. It's not going to hurt anything. Well, I guess my question is this: Is it better to run? Is it better to run it through all at once in one long drive, or does it matter if you're stopping and going like I am these days? I don't think it matters. I wouldn't. I wouldn't structure my life around it. I wouldn't change my lifestyle. I would put a bottle in when I wanted to, either at oil changes or you know once every quarter or once every six months, however you're doing it, and just drive the vehicle. I don't. I don't think well, it's going to have any kind of a detrimental effect any which way. I. I already got the can, so because uh, I always keep a couple just in case I can't find it when I need it. So I'll throw that in in August again when I uh, when I run down to D.C. All right. Thank if, you so much. If you're in the area, stop and say hey. All right, kiddo? I will. I, I always stay at the place right near you, so I may just drive by. All right. Be well, Micah. Take good okay. care. Take care. You're Bye very now. welcome. So always good to hear from Micah. It's, uh, it's been a while. Let's go over to Bob in Phillipsburg, another guy we haven't heard from in a while. Robert, how are you feeling? Hey, not too bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, the- 1965 Volkswagen Beetle. It seems like every two years I'm replacing the uh, fuel hose because of fuel leaks. And, uh, you know, it's an oddball size. It's 5.5 millimeter ID, so 3 sixteenths is too small right. and quarter inch is too big. Right. And uh, I don't know whether if anybody's been having problems with fuel leaks with this gas, you know, with the ethanol. Well, if that has any effect on rubber hose or not, I haven't heard it. I haven't he- have not heard it as a complaint. You know, I would be curious if the product you're getting is older stuff because it is such an oddball size. Is it old inventory? Is it new old stock of hose, or is it fresh hose made for the generation of Volkswagens that people are trying to keep or restore? Well, that's the thing because the different vendors have got it. You know, they you know whether it's been on the shelf or is it 30, 40 years old, you don't know, but it's pliable. Right. You know, it's not, you know, you can bend it and it's not cracked or anything, though, but it just starts leaking, especially the hose between the tank and the body. You know, you, when that lets go, you lose all your gas. Have you Have you asked and, them? Uh, have you, Have you? you know, hey, listen, guys, is this old stuff? I'd rather pay for the new stuff. Uh, you know, it just, it's, yeah, a, it's a simple and, and question. I, uh, yeah, I know, and I just get a stare. So you know. <laughs> now, I, now I understand because, and they don't understand. Yeah. They don't understand why you're asking it, right? Right. You know, because uh, you know, every two years, it, you know, I'm replacing all the fuel hose, and it's you know, it's three foot of fuel hose. That's not the problem, but you want you know dependability. So of course, I carry fuel hose in my survival kit. <laughs> Have you but, had uh, to have you had to do any carburetor work to it, Bob? Replacing any carburetor parts or rebuilding the carb? I I uh, rebuilt the carburetor right from the get go. I dipped it in uh, 
you know, the whole thing in a uh, uh, ultrasonic cleaner, and it's it's beautiful. The carburetor. Right. Well, no, my and I get that, and I would expect that from you. But uh, you know, Mike, my, my question is thinking along the lines of, you know, why are you rotting fuel line, but not damaging the inside of the carburetor if the fuel is the cause? Yeah. That's uh, a problem, yeah. Right? You know, because yeah, ethanol, it, they yeah. talk about how if the ethanol content is too high, it'll actually damage internal carburetor gaskets and seals and cause similar problems to what you're describing with the hose. So maybe it's so, the hose itself. Have you changed vendors? Have you tried different supply houses? Uh, I've done this online, and, uh, you know, and I get the same thing. So. Right. But you've, you've gone to yeah, different vendors selling it online? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. And these are these are supposed to be uh uh you know, reliable Volkswagen right. vendors. I'm not gonna get the names, but you know, I mean uh, this is uh, getting to be, you know quite serious. Tedious. You know, well because I've yeah. had two years. So let me ask you this question, because I know you're online. Have you gone into the forums? Is anybody else having this issue? Uh, I haven't gotten into the forums yet. Yeah, you know, you know because if everybody else is but, have, uh, as, as, have as much do. as I think yeah. you're special, Bob, you're not special in the sense of having fuel line issues, right? You know, if if every, right. every if it if it's the if it's the fault of the hose, then everybody should be having this as a problem. And right. If, and and then they'll be talking about it. If not, then I've got to think. You know, what's your brand of fuel? And I'm sure in your case, it's probably surgical. It's probably so precise. You know, but there's got to be a common denominator somewhere. Listen, sometimes it's right. just sometimes it's just you know precision diagnosis and step by step. We're working on a 2012 yeah. Equinox with a friend who's going through exhaust manifolds. We're not actually working on the car. We're helping him with some research. We believe the reason the vehicle's going through exhaust manifolds is because he's losing a head gasket on that side of the engine. It's a higher mileage vehicle. And every, uh-huh. I think it's every 12 to 14 months on time, GM manifolds, no junk. Yeah. He's cracking the exhaust manifold. And he's gone wow. through mounts. He's gone through exhaust pipe brackets, how it's hanging. You know, we've gone through all the obvious stuff. And now we're playing with the idea, do we have a, do we have a coolant leak hitting the exhaust manifold, somehow cracking it? And we're taking a look at that. Makes so, sense. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, there's, there's got to be some repetition there or some failure that we can prove on a consistent basis mm-hmm. so give that a shot and yeah. uh you know as always report well, report back your findings okay all right bob be well okay. i'm ron and in the car doctor we are back right after this it's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road if you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. 
And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Don't call us. That's right. If you call and we're not live, you can leave a message and we'll call you back to get you on the air with Ron. 855-560-9900. Speaking of Ron, here he is. By the way, Tom, down around the bottom of the hour, I'm going to reach out to my buddy Chip Hansen. He's the CEO of JB Weld. I, I was talking to him during the week and I told him the story about how it fixed my screwdriver. So he wants to come on and uh, I think he wants to yell at me for breaking it. And then he wants to talk about you know, why the product worked like it did and how it fixed it so well. So uh, Good, because I'd like to talk to him about, uh, you know, gluing you to that chair there in your studio. Well, you know, listen, I want to I report, too, that this show so far, we're an hour and 15 minutes in today's broadcast, and so far the, the computer has been working flawlessly. And we should give credit where credit is due. You know, the idea of doing what we did with a different USB adapter came from Computer Jimmy. He called me up with a... He was talking to me something about his Shelby. He was oh, he was all excited. He found the correct. This is how fanatical Jimmy is. All right, Jimmy's got a couple of Shelbys. He's one of those guys. Jimmy found a correct date coded water pump for a '66 Shelby, so he can put it back on the car. So it'll you know the car kind of knows when it was born, kind of a thing. It's, he was all excited. He actually called me when he was on the way. Guess what I found for Blue? That's what you know the Shelby is that he drives every day, and. uh his, his, his wife's in the background cheering him on. She's a great girl. Um, but anyway, so we should give credit to Jimmy. Computer Jimmy was the one that solved this for us. I want to talk a little bit about the um, the United States is going to build a national electric vehicle charging network. And this comes to us from Research Kathy via the GMAuthority.com website. And it seems that President Joe Biden's announced his approval of a revised version of the infrastructure bill, which we've all heard so much about, which will sideline funds to set up a national electric vehicle charging network. It was unveiled Thursday. The infrastructure framework proposes spending. Tom, what do you think it's going to cost to build a, a, an electric vehicle charging network? Any idea? More it's, money than you and I have. It's, it's more than a buck three eighty. All right, one point two trillion dollars over eight years to modernize America's infrastructure. This will include a new EV charging network, which will be built along highways and in rural and disadvantaged communities. According to WhiteHouse.gov, this will represent the largest investment in EV infrastructure in American history, and will accomplish President Biden's goal of building five hundred thousand electric vehicle chargers. So what, we're just going to throw away the oil industry? Is, is, is that yeah, the game yeah, plan? Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't we do an article last week about people in California turning in their electric cars and buying gas cars again? Well, they weren't thrilled with them. And then, then there was the article that talks about, 
and we should talk about this. So, you know, Tom, I think we're on the forefront. Of, you know, somebody should put me on late night TV to talk about this because I think we're. I think we keep hitting the topics and the hot buttons, and then the articles appear a couple of weeks later. Fire, federal regulators warn of risk to firefighters from electrical vehicle fires. This was on NBC News this week, June twentieth. I printed it because I kind of expected this to disappear. And the article goes on. It's the kind of blaze that veteran Chief Chuck Palmer Buck of the Woodlands Township Fire Department in Houston compared to a trick birthday candle. All right, and the article goes on to talk about how on April 17th, firefighters responded to a 9-11 call at 9.30 p.m. because a Tesla Model S had crashed, killing two people, and it was now on fire. They extinguished it, but then a small flare shot out the bottom of the Hulk. Firefighters quickly put out the flames. Not long after that, the car reignited for a third time. And they were just, you know, like, what the heck's going on here? Eight firefighters ultimately spent seven hours putting out the fire and they used, you want to guess how much water they used to put out this one vehicle fire, Tom? You know, I read that article, and I think it was, what, about 200,000 gallons? No. No, tw- no 20,000 gallons. 28,000 gallons of water. Isn't, which, isn't which that is, about the same amount as a family uses in a year? It's in two years, yeah. That, and the article points that out. Now, Fireman Tim, when he, when he was on, he was talking to us about how, you know, it, it can be as little as six to 8,000 gallons of water. But he was saying at six to eight thousand gallons of water, he he had a word for it. They they call it a uh, a tank truck parade or a tanker parade going uh, because or uh, because they had to you know no fire truck carries twenty eight thousand gallons of water, much less six or eight. So you know, Tom, where are we going to get all this water from? And and well, I'll, I'll give you a I'll give you an idea how big a how big a water truck is. We used to have a swimming pool. And we used to take three trucks of water to fill it up. That was 15,000 gallons, so 5,000 gallons a truck. Right. You know how big that truck would have to be for 28,000 gallons? Well, no, they're going to start They're going to start a truck, you know, a revolving truck parade to that site. My concern when I read this, and this article is out on NBCNews.com. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but let me tell you, it's, it's worth reading. It is an eye-opener, especially when you read the article about how they're now going to spend $1.2 trillion to build an electrical vehicle charging network. How are you going to put, you know, a lot of America's interstates are obviously through rural areas. So what does it take to get firefighting equipment to those rural areas? All right. The, the, the barren parts of Route 80, what, we're just going to let the car burn? We're going to let the road, you know, suffer a meltdown? Uh, you well, know, forget the, forget the barren parts of Route 80. I, I was out in Iowa last month. I mean, there's places and there's nothing. All you see is corn. That's it. All right. You know, fire plugs, what are those? Where are they going to get the water? Uh, where are they going to get the water? I want to know who's paying for the electricity that's going to run the electric charging stations. Are we giving out free electricity? Is that the game plan? I still want to know who's paying for the electricity at the shopping mall. But, hey, listen, we're off topic. Coming up next, all right, while we still have things to fix on cars before we become the electric vehicle nation and the electric vehicle generation, J.B. Weld, my friend Chip Hansen, he's the CEO and he's a fun guy to talk to. He knows all about J.B. Weld's epoxies and adhesives and, and how all the stuff works. They've got things now, Tom, that will actually repair washer bottles in vehicles. All right. So, And then again, with electric cars and plastic bodies. Maybe we should all invest in JB Weld stock. That might be the uh, that might be the product of the future. So Chip Hansen's coming up next. I'm Ron Anini in the Car Doctor, ably assisted by the number one producer in the world, Tom Ray. We'll both be back right after this. Don't go away.
It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, listeners. You know, it's it's no surprise, right? I think I've talked about this on air, how I've got this, well, it's sort of like a shop classic piece it's a it's a big tall display screwdriver it's ceramic and um it, it got knocked over a couple of weeks back in the shop and it, it, it cracked the top clean off and you know like oh my gosh here we go you know a 20 year shop memento just gone what do i do with this thing well i looked around i thought what am i going to get to fix it and i thought of jb weld right you hear me talking about jb weld all the time and i said what better and obviously it worked and i knew it would work going in and then i said to myself i wonder you know how people or do people realize the power of jb weld and what it does there's some really great stories how it fixes farm tractors and things out in the middle of fields i've used it in the past trying to restore and you can actually tap and weld uh, well tap 
and thread JB Weld product, depending upon what you're trying to fix. I reached out to my friend Chip Hansen. He just happens to be the chairman and CEO of JB Weld, and I figured if anybody knows, Chip does, and um, I dragged him here on the show today. Chip, welcome aboard. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Love love being here. Um, Great story. Well, you know, listen, we talked about it that day when it broke off the top, and I asked you some questions then, and I'm going to ask you some of those questions again today. Um, but let's start off with the listeners. You know, what is the difference between an epoxy, an adhesive, and a glue? And what is it that makes JB Weld so different? Yeah, great question. Uh, look, uh, adhesive is just a general term for, for these types of products, and, and, and really there's many types of epo- uh, products, but epoxy is where JB Weld is really, really makes its bread and butter. And epoxy is a two-part adhesive that uh, sets really strong and is really a chemical cured bond uh, so that it's not waiting for sunlight or moisture to evaporate or whatever. And that's generally the difference between, say, a glue, which doesn't really lead to a permanent repair. It's not meant to be. It's just to put stick two things together and an epoxy, which, you know, can be filled or can be cleared, uh, clear. And it's really meant to be a permanent, long-lasting bond. And that's, that's the difference between, say, J.B. Weld and our approach to making an adhesive and others who are making glues. In my mind, J.B. Weld, am I correct in saying it fuses things together? Yeah, you know, it's it's not quite a fuse, but in essence, think of it as uh, these two reactive uh, things come together and they make uh, a new material that's uh, strong or stronger than the surfaces that it's attached to. Right. Is there, you know, when I when I when I fixed my screwdriver, I knew what to do. I knew to clean and prep the surface and you had given me some pointers that day on the phone. Can you tell the folks what should they do before beginning a project project with a JB Weld product? Yeah, I think you 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 touched on it. I think number 1, it's always uh, making sure that clean and prepared and depending on what it is you know you may want to use some sort of uh, cleaner or solvent or something but in in any event you want to make sure that there's no dirt or debris or or grease and you know occasionally depending on the surface what you're trying to do uh, you may want to use an abrasive and and uh, and some abrasive materials uh, before you use the JB Weld but otherwise we're good to go we're going to stick to just about everything. You guys are branching out too I meant to I meant to ask you about this the other day that JB Weld is now offering a roll-on truck bed liner um you know is and it's herculiner right is is this going to be the world's strongest uh bed liner is is jb weld's technology part of that engineering yeah, we you know we recently acquired the Herculiner brand, and as you hit on, Herculiner is the number one uh, DIY truck bed liner, and we think it's a good fit with us uh, to bring some uh, ed- technology related to adhesives to it, so that it's, it turns out to be even a better product. So we're excited to have the Herculiner brand join JB Weld, and we're excited to have that position, and we'll be uh, introducing some things in the not too distant future, I'm sure, to help. Uh, uh, the truck bed community and help uh, improve the liner uh, activities that are out there. You, you know, it's funny, right? JB Weld started. How long ago did JB Weld start, Chip? Well, actually, we're up to uh, fifty, about fifty-two years now. We still consider ourselves a fifty-year-old plus startup, but it's uh, started in nineteen sixty-nine. And it was a it was a husband and wife team, wasn't it? In an auto parts store out in a rural farm area that that, that created it. That's the story I had heard. Yeah, JB Weld started in uh, Sulphur Springs, Texas. We're still there today. That's where we uh, manufacture and uh, and package and distribute the products from. Um, and it was started by a husband and wife team, Mary and Sam Bonham. 
and uh, Sam uh, wanted to find a, a cold welding system to uh, alleviate uh, where he had broken off the mounting brackets from these truck engines uh, that he thought were both uh, really important and expensive part of the uh, equipment that he was working on, and, and yet he didn't want to use a dangerous acetylene welding torch uh, on them, so he, in his mind, wanted to come up with this cold weld system, and that's, uh, that's what he set out and, and did. JB Weld is known as the original cold weld system, right? You know, yes. what exactly does that mean? What is a cold weld? Well, you know, if you were to use an acetylene welding torch, you have to have acetylene torch, you have to have a heat source, and you have a fire, and it's very dangerous. In this case, he was trying to recreate a bond that would be as strong as, say, welding something together without having to use a torch. And with the help of a chemist from Texas A&M, they came up with what became the original JB Weld a cold weld adhesive, and uh, you mix the two things together, and lo and behold, it, it it became as strong as a weld. Wow, that's all out of a tube, right? It's crazy. Yep. Um, yep. The, the power of chemistry. Yeah, you know, you and I have talked about this, and uh, I'm sure you get a ton of fan mail. My favorite JB Weld story. Well, now my favorite JB Weld story is how it fixed my screwdriver. But prior <laughs> to this was. Uh, many, many years ago, I worked on an original L88 Corvette, and the water neck for the upper radiator hose had broken. And this was back when you couldn't get the water necks. Things weren't re being reproduced like they are today. And we actually fashioned the water neck out of a you know two-halves JB Weld, put it together, sealed it up, and it worked great. Um, you've got a couple of great JB Weld fan mail stories as well. You want to share any of them? Yeah, we get we get a lot of these, and that's the the really the great thing that uh, that makes me come to work every morning is the feel good stories we get when we can help somebody fix something and it saved them a bunch of money or time or or whatever. Um, I, I can recall a couple. One's a, a story like yours. Um, we get these all the time, but there's uh, off-road rally races going on in this country all, all, all the time. And it just so happened that uh, an off-road rally race was occurring. I think they had uh, four-wheelers uh, out in the middle of nowhere, and this one particularly hit an old railroad tie and, uh, and destroyed the oil pan on their, um, on their engine. And <laughs> that's not a good thing when you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so right. They, they luckily had a package of uh, JB uh, Quick, and they uh, sealed the oil pan hole back up, and ran the thing for another. Th so wait, wait a minute, Chip. Hold, hold, stop right there. You're telling me that in the middle of a road rally, these guys repaired the oil pan with a product from JB Weld. Yep, uh, they uh, they were out in the middle of nowhere. It was an off off road uh, event, and they uh, fixed the oil pan and actually ended up driving the vehicle another three hundred miles to get them out of uh, to safety. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, but yeah. I guess that's JB Weld. I should know that by now, right? No, we get those uh, feel good stories all the time, and it it just goes to show some folks always keep a, a a pack in the glove box or somewhere where they can access it if you're out in the middle of nowhere. Right. But uh, and it, it does re its recently, job. I got another one. It's not not so much a fixed story, but it, I guess it's just a big fan story. Uh, I had some folks that were out visiting the uh, Reagan Library out in uh, Simi Valley, uh, California, where uh, President Reagan built his library on the on the ranch. And they sent me a picture, and I guess they've tried to preserve the Reagan uh, workbench area and his working area as the president left it. And lo and behold, there's a, a couple of uh, half-used J.B. Weld tubes on the uh, workbench. <laughs> 
so I, uh, I offered to send some new ones, and they said, no, we don't want any new ones. We're keeping this exactly how President Reagan left it. And so J.B. Weld, I guess, can call itself the choice of uh, even American presidents. Right, the American original. There it is. Boy, I'll tell you what, that's a great story, Chip. I think that's my favorite now, actually. That's better than the screwdriver and the Corvette story. So Yeah, I hey. couldn't believe it. I, I Again, I, I, uh, these things just happen, and people send me pictures, and lo and behold, it's true. You know? Who, who's got it better than you? I keep telling you that all these years. Listen, Chip, I got to go. Where can the listeners go get more information? You're making me laugh. Um, where well, uh, jbwell.com. Uh, jbwell.com is uh, our website, and, and obviously we'd like you to support uh, any any one of our uh, retailers around uh, the country, those being AutoZone and Napa and Lowe's, Home Depot, O'Reilly's, uh, all those good folks that stock and sell JB Weld. Perfect. Hey, Chip, we got to get together again real soon. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. And thanks for making such a great product. Okay, Ron. Thanks for having me. You be well. We'll take good care. I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot, fast, and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. 
Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thanks to uh, Chip Hansen from JB Weld. Just, uh, you know, JB Weld has, uh, I, I, Tom, I think they could glue it. Uh, I shouldn't say glue. I think they can, you know, fix anything and, and, and adhesive it back to uh, one piece. It's just amazing what their stuff does. It's crazy. And I, I had Chip off air talking to me as far as where JB Weld came from and the stories about how it was the husband and wife and he wanted a cold weld process to put the product together and, you know, another great American invention, 1969, when it started. I'm, I'm going back to that article we were talking about before talking to Chip about the electric car fires. And it's just staggering what goes on here. Um, they were talking about a car fire that they recently had and the amount of time that fire departments are now facing more time-intensive fires. In the past, more car fires were put out in well under an hour. This is from an article on NBCNews.com. Then the scene was turned over to local law enforcement and a tow company moved the car. Now we're going to have to sit on scene for 45 minutes to an hour with our thermal imaging cameras to make sure the battery is not continuing to heat up, said Fremont Fire Captain Wilson. Later this summer, Buck, and he, this is, uh, I, I lost track of this somewhere in the article here. This is another gentleman who's talking about these fires. He said to uh, pres- give another presentation to his former agency, the For- Austin Fire Department, where he worked for 27 years. The Tesla cap, the Texas capital is set to become Tesla's new manufacturing hub, known as Gigafactory Texas, where the company's new electric vehicle, all-new electric Cybertruck, is expected to be produced. But there are fears that as the electric cars become larger, they're going to need bigger batteries, which could mean even longer burning fires. And he, uh, uh, Captain Buck here notes that this is too big a burden even on small fire departments. But yet we're going to, I don't know. I Boy, I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't get why this mad rush to electric. They must know something we don't know. Or the aliens are going to give us the answer. Um, real quick, a lot of you have asked me, you know, Ron, do I need to reflash a vehicle? Or what are some of the different kinds of reflashes we need to do? We had a 2012 Hyundai Genesis. Well, actually, a Genesis is what they call it. Genesis is the premier line of Hyundai vehicle in the shop this week. And the trans had been replaced. And when you purchase a reman trans from the Hyundai dealer on this particular model car, they've mod modifications inside. And what it did was it caused a fault code to happen. I believe it was a P0841 or an 821. And it set a fault code internally because they modified and changed the wiring on the valve body solenoids. And there's a reflash for that. There's a bulletin from Hyundai that talks about reflashing the trans control software in order to extinguish the light and make the trans operate properly. Got out our Opus IVS, dialed in, hooked up, made made an appointment time with the reflash department. They jumped on the call, reflashed the software, and the car was fixed. I mean, who would think, right? You're reflashing now to solve the, I guess the software has gotten to the point that it can now overcome the mistakes they're making with hardware and make the vehicle operate properly. So another tip of the hat to the folks at Opus IVS and all that they're doing, uh, you know, giving us the ability to flash just about everything that rolls in the door. We haven't found anything yet we can flash. So, uh, you know, once again, very happy with the Opus IVS tool. It's working out quite, quite well. So more information online, I believe it's opusivs.com. You can find it there too if you're looking for something to uh, get into this 
this generation of reflash and scan tool diagnostics. The tool is just astounding. I learn more about it every time I use it. I'm Ron Annie in the car doctor. We're going to pull over and take a pause. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're on the the car doctor. Yes, I checked. It was opus, opusivs.com. I, I want to talk to you a little bit about, um, well, how long does it take to repair things? A recent sure track community fix from the fix from the folks over at Mitchell one came in this week. And it talks about how timing is everything in life and operation and engine operation. Boy, it sort of sounds like where we started the first hour today about patience, perseverance, and dedication. Sure track community member, Jeffy Toon 
That's cute. Had a low mileage 2006 Hummer in the shop that they had to rebuild the cylinder head. It was setting a code for timing after assembly. They put the question out to the community with the help of fellow community members. They were able to resolve the issue quickly. They had a problem. They had a code P0017 after head replacement, which is a cam timing issue. And they went on to have a conversation amongst themselves about what could cause this and how the vehicle had spent most of its life in Hawaii. It only been used a couple of times and only had 18,000 miles on it. So it was fairly low mileage, even though it was more than a few years old. They took the cylinder head off using special GM tools. Notice, special GM tools. They used the top dead center tool to ensure the engine was a top dead center. The exhaust cam showed the Delphi logo was level with the head. He explained in detail just exactly what he had done. And he was looking for help. And this is the part that got my attention. And guys, remember when you explain things to me that it takes five and a half hours just to remove a valve cover. And that's why we bought the special GM tools. Pulling the to pull the timing cover requires removing the engine, and that's over 18 hours. I'm looking for known good cam crank correlation patterns for the scope, so I can decide if I've got a problem or not. I mean, you know, five and a half hours to get a valve cover off because you have to take off an intake manifold, right? Can you imagine and look at the labor intensity? The time for diagnosis is here and now because these days of poking and hoping and guessing are just. It's just over. It's you know they're not '64 Chevy Impalas anymore with small blocks in them and 283s. And they went on to have a conversation where they pulled the valve cover off and they found another bulletin that talked about it was bulletin 060601017G. I love when I see something as far down the alphabet as G because it was A B C D E F. G, so they got the G before they got all the information out um, that talked about setting up the timing chain differently. How many different ways can there be? But I guess GM, you know, GM, giant mistakes. I guess they found another way to do it, and that resolved the problem. So the point here becomes that, you know what? It takes a community. It takes a forum. It takes a group. It takes companies like Mitchell One to help put the information out there to help keep us informed to solve the problems on the cars you're driving. And it takes the dedication of the mechanics in this industry to go back to school for the training and the ability to solve the problems like they do every day. I'm Ron Anini and The Car Doctor reminding you each and every time, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.